Hello and welcome back to Last Guys Off the Bench. My name is Josh Kane and I am back celebrating uh, the holidays, celebrating Christmas, but also celebrating the start of the NBA season for 2021. Um, I am joined in this joyous celebration by none other than Darcy Fraley and Juan Aranda. Darcy, Juan, how are you guys? What's good? I'm chilling. Go Sixers. How excited are you for the season to start up? I mean, we're only a couple months away from the Sixers lifting up that Larry O'Brien trophy, so. <laughs> okay. In your dreams? Yeah, we're well, only <laughs> a couple months away from the last season ending, which feels really weird. It was so recent. Dude, it's crazy. Like 70 know. days or 80 days or something. Yeah. It's weird that the season just started up. Like, I, I feel like I was watching yesterday and I was like, yeah. this is kind of weird. I am not, like, as excited as I would be. And I think mm-hmm. there's a few different factors. First and foremost is and this is not like it's going to sound like a humble brag i guess it is just because i'm in the i'm in the fantasy football finals that like i have not focused on anything else but that even though like there's nothing to do right you just set your lineup and that's it there's no more moves there's no more trades just that's all i can think about it takes up a lot of your thought process i I understand yeah a lot of brain power there exactly you know there's (laughs) there's little to go around is the problem so but then also with like the holidays with christmas and everything I just, I don't have the same energy. Like I, it used to be the like, all right, late October, it's NBA time. It's a designated time of the year, right? It's like, it's like farmers and crops, right? Like you just, you just know. And that's how I was with the start of the season. So this has really thrown me off. Yeah. Spring comes around, man. You just got to start watering those crops. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the good thing is though, I'm actually, I actually kind of miss the old cadence of sports seasons and sports scheduling throughout the year. And I actually am really excited that the NBA decided to get the season started so that they can have a shortened season, mm-hmm. get things finished up, and then get back on track for next year. Like, I'm really – I'm also excited by the fact of, like, next year being normal for the NBA. Yeah. Um, knock on wood. Just knock on wood. Fingers crossed. But I miss, I miss having – I mean, granted, the NBA is still controlling everything right now because the sports cycle is so short and, like, there's so many sports happening – but I just I love all those gaps in the in the sporting year when like the NBA just reigns supreme and like summer free agency and like all that stuff. I ready for it to be back. Definitely. Same. Yeah, COVID's throwing a big wrinkle, man. It's like so weird. Like I don't know what day it is, what month it is, what week it is. It's wild. They all blend it, together. It really is all a blur. And then like working from home doesn't help. Yeah, just like uh, how John Wall used to be all a blur, you know. You look good, Just though. like how Russell Westbrook still is a blur. <laughs> Just like That's how true. Tyrone Maxey is a blur, you know? Uh, how about Tyrell Terry? No, no, uh, who's our favorite Tyrell in this draft? Tyrell Maxey or Tyrell Terry? Wait, is it Tyrell Maxey or Tyrone Maxey? Um, or neither, I don't know. It's pretty sure it's Tyrell. Can we do a quick fact check? Tyrese. Oh. <laughs> Well, who's, the favorite, who's the favorite tie in the draft? Tyrell Terry or Tyrese Maxey? <laughs> Probably Bo. Bo tie. <laughs> All right, guys. Wh- shut up, Jazzy. Damn. Um, <laughs> we kind of had a nice, uh, smooth transition into um, some John Wall and Russell Westbrook talk, but then we ruined it with the um, the tie game there. But um, 
let's start with like some of the biggest, most recent news that happened before the season broke off this year. Um, John Wall was traded to the Houston Rockets for Russell Westbrook, and um, there was a pick thrown in there. I forget the whole like. Yeah, I think the Rockets pick went with Wall. Yeah, but it's like protected and. Yeah, what do we what do we think about this trade? What do we think about how how this deal um, improves or does not improve the outlook for either of these teams that are involved? Um, my first instinct was, all right, like, I, I, I just thought of it as like a net neutral move for both teams. Like, all right, like you just want to change it up, but you, neither of you got better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I respected both sides for doing it nonetheless. I honestly then, think it, even well, though it is net neutral, it still is like a kind of a good trade for both sides because regardless of like, regardless, like both teams needed a little shakeup. Mm-hmm. So frankly, this this trade allows that shakeup to occur. Yeah, I don't. I personally don't yeah. think neither really lost the trade, but I have to give the Wizards the plus there because they have somebody who like has been healthy, consistently puts up like twenty five, eight and eight. However, however I feel about it, right? I'm not a big Westbrook fan, and I'm a much bigger John Wall fan. But Westbrook shows up in the regular season; he's consistent, and he doesn't typically get hurt. Um, and John Wall's kind of He's been hurt the past couple of years, although he looks good in these past couple of preseason games. Um, he looks fresh. Yeah, he looks I, like he I, used to. He actually looks thinner, too. I remember when he came back, like, before yeah. he tore his Achilles, but after he uh, – what was that injury? His knee, maybe? Yeah, he was um, big. He was, he was big, big, man. He looked like yeah, – he was, like, 20 pounds overweight. I was like, what is going on He wasn't on right quite now? James Harden big, but he was big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was rivaling it. But he looks great now. And it's so cool to see him and Cousins, like, just messing around. I'm so excited to see that team. I wish they were playing tonight. It's too bad, you know, with COVID. I'm sure we got to get used to that. Like, what, the schedule always changing, and it's going to be like baseball, man, just back and forth. But it's good stuff, man. How do you feel as a Wizards fan? A little bittersweet? Uh, honestly, I I, I am drinking all of the Kool-Aid with, with this trade. I, three years ago, two years ago, when Russell Westbrook had his MVP campaign, um, he was at the height of his powers, the peak of his powers, and I was just down on Westbrook because for his entire career, he is – if I was on the court playing pickup, Westbrook is the guy that I don't want to play with, that's right? That's facts, facts. And, and that's really? – and that's yeah, the, the, that's, unless I want to – I would rather get my ass kicked but ha- play with someone who distributes the ball instead of just controlling everything than, than just, like, being out there on the court with some all-star who is just, like, running the show <laughs> all on his own, right? Dude, Westbrook's, Westbrook's straight, like uh, – like- He's the guy, he, you'll still get the pass, right? But it'll be like after 20 seconds of standing around and then he'll be so pissed that you missed the shot. He, like, he won't, won't get the, the ball, ball again. again for yeah. like another like four <laughs> possessions. You don't want to touch it. I just see it as so, like, it, it depends what kind of pickup game though. I kind of see it as like, hey man, this guy's clear. He's the type of guy that's like, you know what? He's by far the best guy on the team that I really don't care if he's handling the ball. I'll get a kick out. I'll, I'll shoot an open shot when he's triple team. You're just gonna you you're just gonna keep running up and down the court, not touching <laughs> yeah, the ball. Yeah, like, like little jog. You know what? I'm gonna hustle my ass off on defense to make sure yeah. that that guy gets a, a layup. You know, on the other end. Get one of those sweet passes. I feel you. Yeah, one every ten. But I'll I'm good. I'd, I'd rather be on John Wall's team in that situation. But yeah, <laughs> I feel you. Needless to say, though, I was not the biggest Russell Westbrook advocate, even though I've always respected his talent and the dude is a baller, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I have drank all the Kool-Aid for this trade and I am so high and so pro Russell Westbrook right now before even seeing him play a single game because, I mean, we already kind of touched on it, but 
John Wall hasn't played in like two freaking years. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I, you know what I'm excited to see? I'm excited to see someone on the court. One, just someone on the court <laughs> who's supposed to be a star, right? Yeah. Two, I don't care like what you think about Westbrook. You cannot argue that he is one of the most fiery and passionate and competitive guys in the NBA. And for a Wizards team that has kind of had a weird culture and has kind of lacked that just like killer mentality, yeah. I, I'm just excited for Westbrook to be a part of this team and can really see him just changing the culture immediately as he steps onto the court immediately yeah. with game one, which is playing right now. Um, Go Sixers. The Sixers. I don't know. I'm just all, all in. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on Westbrook, and I really think that this team is going to be a really solid regular season team that will make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to do well in the playoffs, but I think yeah, the Wizards are definitely they're... going to make the playoffs in the East. I think they're going to be they're... a tough out in the playoffs. I, don't, I, I think I, they'll give you trouble, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't think anybody. they'll win, but I think they'll take a series of six or seven. Yeah. That's a, that's a Which good, is good team. All you can ask for, really. Um, you got two top 30 players on that team. I know I called it net neutral, but at the end of the day, I did think, you know, the Wizards got the better player. That being said, though, like that first game, seeing John Wall in the preseason, I was like, oh my God, he's back. I yes. was like, he's back. Yeah, him, cousins. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yes. I'm such a believer now of John Wall. I'm like, oh, he's like 90% back, and that's all you need. I was sold. He's on my fantasy team, so I, I bought high. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think it's fine. Well, you got him like in the eighth round, so I don't consider that buying high. But <laughs> <laughs> it's high enough. It's high enough. But I right, think so I in, think it could work. Yeah. In general, it seems like we're all we're all kind of excited to see what the Wizards do this year. Um, Definitely. I'm the am, Wizards again. I, I'm, I'm biased towards the Wizards. I always will be. They're my, they're my team. They're who I'm always going to root for. Um, but at the end of the day, they're really freaking fun because you still have Bradley Beal, who, God, he could be an all-NBA guy this year. I'm pretty sure. Was he last year? No, he was snubbed. No. I think he was snubbed last year, but I think this year Beal could easily be an all-NBA guy. I don't know if he was guy. snubbed, but he was, well, he was, he was borderline. He was borderline all-NBA. Like He could yeah. have been. He couldn't have been. It would have been fine. He was top 20. Let me put it this way. It was like one of those ESPN posts. I'm like, which guy's got snubbed? And his face was on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's for sure. But they always do that. <laughs> but he also didn't make the all-star team. That was a snub. That was. I would agree with that. That's a snub. He didn't make the, like, I thought I he made the all-star team last year. He didn't make it? No. Unless he Damn. went in as an injury replacement. But, like, he wasn't on the original yeah. team. Uh, yeah, I think the Wizards are going to be a fun team. I'm a big Westbrook fan. I'm a big believer. Like, Personally, I think you should take less threes. But other than that, like all his, you know, 18-foot jumpers I'm okay with. I think he's a fun player to watch. And I think his assists are a little more natural than James Harden's, for example. Like it's not – I don't think they're the – it's similar but not the same, I think. I think he provides more quality assists off the pick and roll and stuff like that. Um, so I think he'll be fun with Bradley Beal, definitely. And Beal yeah. knows how to play off ball. And Westbrook doesn't look to shoot as much off of a pick. He is looking to like drive and kick. That is like yeah. that's his game. Um, and Harden, I think, is more like, and for good reason, Harden is more likely to shoot it. Harden's Do you guys like remember? Um, so when Westbrook was first playing with Harden and the Rockets at the beginning of last year, they were kind of a mess and they're kind of janky and they didn't really have it figured out. But a couple months into the season, they like around, around January, February, they kind of made a turn and they kind of unlocked Westbrook in a way where he wasn't as ball dominant. He was just more of like a utility guy who was roaming around every position in the court and just like 
they just kind of like cut him free from like being a ball dominant guard and let him be dominant on the floor in every other way. Yeah. The ball was still in Harden's hands and he was, he was a fucking incredible um, in this, in the stretch between like February and March before the, before the league got, got shut down um, mm-hmm. and pre bubble. And granted he sucked in the bubble, but there was a window last year in the middle of the season when he actually looked phenomenal. And I'm really curious to see if if Washington can get that phenomenal side from Westbrook again and build off of what he showed in his better moments with Houston, even though that was still kind of a wrecked up situation. Well, yeah, they weren't playing anybody big. Who, who everybody could shoot on that team, but except for him. <laughs> I think it'll be fun to see how many open looks Bertans is going to get out of this. And Beal, I think Beal's going to get and some Beal. good looks too. Yeah. And Rui. I mean, I think when he comes back from injury. That's true. The Wizards are yeah. the Wizards are sneaky. Okay. They're okay. I don't want to say they're deep. <laughs> I want to say they're deep. You, they're you're just like temper expectations. Yeah, they're not. They're not deep, but they're okay. All right. Like, I'll I, say like that for Lopez. Day. I like yeah. I like uh, some of oh man, what's the other guy on their team? Brown, maybe? Troy Brown. Yeah, Brian. Troy Brian Brian's Jr. good. Yeah, Trevor Brown's Brian. decent. Yeah. Yeah. I like Brian. Rui good. The rookie as well. He's gonna get some good minutes. Yeah, he should be good. He might be a rookie of the year. He's like a dark horse for that. That's like yeah. a that's like a favorite in the in the betting side of NBA Twitter is 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 Denny. Dude, speaking of bets, mm-hmm. let's get to let's get to your off the bench bets, man. What are your bets future bets? What bench. are you doing? All right, so um, I made a bunch of bets yesterday before the season started. Um, Hamza Ball MVP, DeRozan obviously. most improved. Yeah, obviously. Um, easy moves. Easy money. Easy money. Um, and I'm obviously picking um, Marcus Aldridge as the sixth man of the year as well. Shout out, yeah, 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 finals MVP. Um, no, but I have some, <laughs> I, did, I didn't make a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of crazy, a lot of crazy picks, but I wanted to run some things by you and see what uh, you guys thought. So, first one I want to lead with, um, Memphis Grizzlies. I am very high on the Grizzlies this year, yeah. Their over/under on wins is thirty-two and a half. What's and that? What's that net? Thirty-two yeah. and a half wins in this season equates to that's under five hundred. Roughly like thirty-six. Yeah. yeah, that's under five hundred in a normal year. So I um I picked the Grizzlies to go one over that win total, thirty-two and a half, and I also picked them to make the playoffs. Yeah. What were their odds for the playoffs? Odds for the playoffs was plus one eighty-four. Okay. Um, I definitely think they'll be above nothing too staggering, but it's a solid return. Yeah. What do you guys think of the Grizzlies? How do you how do you feel about their season? I love their roster. I don't know what uh, I don't like. I just like like their team, man. And Jaw's going to be that much better. I think he's going to be a stud. Did they like? I don't know what if they made any decent moves over the uh, uh, off season, or they're basically just running it back. Because I know most of the guys are on rookie contracts anyway. I think they're they're basically running it back. Yeah. Um, they're not they're not completely healthy though right now, right? Um, I forgot. Jim Jackson, yeah, Jim Jackson Jr. is still yeah. out. Um, so is he isn't he out for the year or no? No, 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 no. Uh, oh, I might be. Yeah, a month or so. It's going to be a bit, but they do have Brandon Clark to step into step into yeah. his role, which is he 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 bought yeah, out he at the end good, of last year. Yeah, he filled that role very year. nicely for them as a rookie and he's only going to build off of that as his sophomore season starts up. So, and you got Grayson Allen is another year in and Dylan Brooks, another year in, I think they're going to be a little more confident. Valanchunas, the rock 10 and 10 every night. 
it'll be interesting, right? Because I could see them going through like some growing pain still, even with Jaw getting better. Mm-hmm. And then I wouldn't say that like the West got stronger, but it's just as strong. So I think there's a few games in there where, you know, they might have won last year that they might lose, but vice versa, right? There's also going to yeah. be games that they lost last year that they'll pick up. So I think betting on them to go 500, right? Which is basically what you did is a decent, like, that's a safe bet. I don't think, you know. Yeah. Well, he's got some wiggle room the there. Over. That's like four games. Yeah. You, yeah. So yeah. I think taking the over is a solid bet. Um, I think that they'll be fighting for the eight seed again. That one's going to be a little more tricky, I think. So who are your locks yeah, on West the, the... Uh Well, Spurs are going to get the first seed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, the two, the, the two LA teams for sure. I think yeah. the Rockets are still a lock. Um, oh, Okay. I think the Nuggets are a lock. I think okay. the Jazz are a lock. I think uh, – uh, who am I missing? Who made it last year that I haven't – Oh, I Mavs. think the Suns. The Mavs are a lock. There you go. That's six. So I think the Suns, the Spurs. You're missing somebody uh, else, the Blazers. I think the Blazers aren't the lock. Um, okay. I just think that they're really inconsistent every year. So I don't know. I think, I think you know, think the Blazers on, are man. a lock? The, wow, Juan. They were a two seed the year before when they were fully healthy. And they were a two better. seed. They just made it to the conference finals. No, they were. Oh man, I don't know. They were pretty high up. They were there. a two, they were two seed. Or three they were, seed. They're like a five seed. No. Yeah. Two years ago. Let's look up. Yeah, All hold right. up. So this would be twenty. Producer Shelley, can you look that up? <laughs> we need someone. Let's get an intern. <laughs> Lola, producer. Lola. We could, they, we could totally convince an AU kid to get to do this. Emily. <laughs> 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 This would be 2018, 2019, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. They were third. They were third. Yeah, they were up there, man. They had a great season. Win for Darcy. Win for Darcy. If they have a healthy Wait. Nurkic all year, dude, that, team's, just... that team's the top four seed. All right, I'm also... They're supposed to be so... that for a long time. What I'm saying is the... I think the, the Blazers, Suns, Spurs, Grizzlies, uh, I don't know what other team to throw out. The Pelicans are going to be fighting for the seventh and eighth seed is how I see it. Yeah, that's a the lot Blazers... of teams fighting for that. The Blazers were listed at uh, 40 and a half wins for their over-under, and I bet the over for that. So, so 40 like and a half wins equates win. to about 46, yeah. yeah. Um, which is about 500, right? Well, it's oh, a couple no, games no, no, no. more. It's four games, games over. More. Yeah. Um, but I'm also kind of high on the Trailblazers. I think when they're healthy this year, they've got Nurkic for a full season. They're going to have uh, Zach Collins back in a bit. Even though he's a little injured to start the year off, I think they're going to yeah. be—they're going to be. I love their team. A solid regular season team. I think they're going to lay it up in the regular season. They might not make it far in the playoffs, but they're going to be great to start the year. And even they're going to gain momentum as the year goes on. So, so who are your locks, Josh? In the West? Yeah, two LA teams. Two LA teams: um, Dallas, Denver. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Portland as a lock. I'm going with the Jazz as a lock. That's six. And then I think the Suns are going to be in there, and I think Memphis will be in there. That's my seven and eight. And that leaves the Pelicans, the Rockets, the Spurs. Spurs. Um, someone else. Knows. I am. Um, if all right, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. the Rockets. Depending on what happens with the Rockets, we don't need to touch on what's happening right now. But right now yeah. they're a mess. Their first game got postponed. James Harden is doing some wild stuff, as is the rest of the team. Like, if things are going to be bad and. Houston, I'm kind of I'm kind of assuming that they're going to stay bad, but if 
they pull things together next week and Harden's on the court and Wall is on the court and they're just out there and they finally start playing basketball and they're just balling and Harden isn't traded. I think they're a guaranteed, they're a guaranteed playoff team because they have Harden. Like Harden, yeah, yeah. Harden, Harden has led his team to the playoffs for the past what since five, he got to Houston, man. Six years since he got to Houston. So yeah, I think they, they are a lock. I'm personally just betting against them being that because mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna be that way at the end of the season. I don't think Harden's gonna be there. Yeah, I guess it'll depend on what they get for Harden. Because um, if, like, for example, yeah, we don't need to like get into all the trade scenarios. But if if they got Simmons, I think they'd they'd be a playoff team. But I think if they got like a you know a random collection of people, I don't. I think they're out. I think the West is too deep. Do you think um, these like fringe, possibly eight seed teams, like uh, the Suns? I, I think you. I don't know if you guys have the Suns there, um, but like the Suns, yep. the Grizzlies, the Spurs, the Pelicans. How do you think they would fare in the East? Because I think I see the East as like five, six teams, um, and then like it's not that the other teams are on the same level. I just think they would like two of those would completely. Yeah. dominate to get that seventh and eighth spot well and you th- I, I i kind of put a lot of those teams on par with uh the pacers and the yeah. raptors so like the five right. and, and six those are locks on the seats. other side they're locks yeah. because the bottom of these gets really bad so like you yeah, at the top i i personally have you know you have the in no order heat bucks um celtics sixers and then probably those... pacers raptors right and you am you i missing somebody no no and then and at that point that's why i think and then it drops it drops yeah. down the pacers raptors and then it drops down again um to like whoever's left you know hawks magic oh oh the wizards nets. I, oh, oh yeah that's that's okay yeah yeah the nets so, and wizards i'd probably consider locks so i'd probably let's I'd talk almost about put them the wizards are probably with the pacers and the raptors to me but I, I think the nets are in that first group though yeah they are yeah yeah, yeah. they're in the, the nets the look guys group. the nets look good last night yeah um, I didn't Kevin Durant. Joe Harris. Joe Harris. Oh my God. Kev, Ke, no, but for real though, <laughs> Kevin Durant. Oh, for real. Like when Joe Kevin Durant Harris, got injured. That? See the Joe Harris three. <laughs> when Kevin Durant got injured, um, what was it like a year and a half ago now? Roughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, year and a half, injury, eighteen months. Yeah. He messed up his Achilles, right? And when he went down, like I think it's not a hot take to say that he was the best player in the league when he went down he was the guy who commanded the league and commanded the floor whenever he was when he when he was out there and last night he might he he maybe didn't look 100 percent of that but he looked like 95 percent of that he looked so close to being back and i i doubt he's ever going to be quite at that same level when he was at his like prime ascension of the league and like literally like the top guy um unequivocally but he's going to be so close to that still. And I'm, I think, I think a lot of people wrote that off and I think a lot of people are, are not going to realize how good the Nets are going to be this year, at least in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have guys like Durant and Kyrie, who's like still going to ball. Kyrie's weird. I don't even know what, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know about Kyrie. He's, Kyrie's I have weird. no words. He's just weird. But at the end of the day, dude, the dude balls and the dude is going to get you some buckets and, and do some nasty things with the basketball on a strain. Um, so, so yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want him on my team, but um, yeah, KD, I think his defense is going to suffer. Yeah. You know? for sure. But that'll be like the, I think his, his offense looks fine. I, he looks fine. And I, I didn't watch enough of the game to say that his defense has suffered. I just, that'll be the part like moving laterally, like in a defensive stance or like 
trying to like go for a rebound quickly. I don't know. It might just take a little time. Maybe, maybe it won't matter. Or he might get injured again. Like that, like just like that kind of like trauma on one side of your body might lead to trauma on the other side or like on the same side, kind of like with Boogie. Like it just kind of opens you up to other things, but well, hopefully that's not the case. He looked great. He looked, looks great. You know what um, blew my mind with the Nets? And granted, this might Joe change Harris? because <laughs> no, we all stand Joe Harris. Don't worry. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm the biggest Joe Harris fan, Good. but um, they didn't actually get rid of any of their guys. If you, if you listen back to some of our old podcasts at the end of last season, when we were kind of projecting forward about the future, like all three of us assumed that it was going to be a fire sale in Brooklyn and that they were going yeah. to get rid of Dinwiddie and Levert and Jarrett Allen. And they were just going to gut that roster so that they could make KD and Kyrie happy. But in reality, at least for now, they're just, yeah. they're so deep. They're so deep yeah. because they haven't actually gotten rid of anyone. So their second unit, their second unit is going to be one of the best second units in the league, I think, because they have guys took, who used to be on their first playoffs. unit. Yeah, yeah Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it was a playoff team without Kyrie and KD the past two years. So I, I, team. I actually, I, I like Brooklyn for doing that and for not gutting things and granted that could change. And if they can get a guy like James Harden or something like that, they're obviously going to gut their team for, for, for one of the yeah. best players in the league with a ball, ball in his hands. But, but still I'm, I'm impressed by how Brooklyn looks after night one. And, and I really underestimated how, how good they're going to be and how deep they're going to be. And I mean, okay, so I agree, but I don't. I want to temper expectations right now. It's like anything could happen with Kyrie, <laughs> and maybe I it doesn't matter. Maybe he's just like a bonus. But um, and I'm sure there's still going to be a top four seed in the East. But I think I the know. biggest worry is not Kyrie's like you know media and all that like availability and all in him just putting up his antics. I think well, he just gets hurt a lot. Is, is, is he going to get injured? Yeah, because yeah. he he can't. Maybe he'll benefit from a 72-game se- season, but it's also condensed. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't go a full season and playoffs. And, like, we've seen that pretty consistently the past couple of years. I can't remember the last – like, true. with the Celtics, I guess he was in the playoffs, but he was hurt a good chunk of the season leading up to the playoffs. Um, and then the and year then before that, he was out. He was out for and the playoffs. Then, yeah, I, it, it's been a couple of years since he's had, like, a, you know, Not since a the strong, healthy season. Yeah. Maybe the maybe the situation on the Nets when you have a lot of guys who can kind of take control, maybe it's going to be good for him. Maybe, I mean, Kyrie's still going to be an alpha dog because I feel like he always has been. He wants the ball in his hands and he wants to take control. But but maybe he'll be able to do that a little bit less and maybe that'll just save his body a bit more. I'm not sure. Yeah. That's true. Hopefully. Um, that'll be interesting. All right. So we talked about some of the teams that we are high on. We, we talked about some of the, like, playoff outlooks uh, for the East and the West. I do have some thoughts about some teams that I'm low on this year. Um, I want to see what you guys think as well. Let's talk about the lower end of the league, at least the predetermined lower end of the league. First team on my mind is the uh, Atlanta Hawks. I think the Atlanta Hawks <laughs> are going to have a pretty poor season, even though they are, like, labeled as being one of the hottest up-and-coming teams in the league. Um, so a repeat of last year? <laughs> basically, yeah. This team, they they have no defense at all. They're gonna score points, right? They're gonna they're gonna put a lot of points up. Um, that's how they were built last year. Mm-hmm. But somehow they even 
two years ago and even last year they 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 invested in some wins to in the draft to try and help bolster their defense but somehow I feel like they've still gotten worse on defense and I feel like at the end of the day they're just not going to be able to keep up with a bunch of other teams in the league because they're going to be just playing sloppy basketball um on the defensive side of the ball what do you think do you think that's going to hold them back or do you think their offensive output is going to be high enough where they're going to be actually successful go ahead Juan no, I think they're going to be pretty bad. <laughs> I think they're going to consistently be losing 140 to 130 or like 140 to 125. I don't think they have um, enough talent. I think they're going with the approach of we're just going to grow this young group together, right? But like the Grizzlies are doing the same thing, but they've got more versatile guys. You know what I mean? Like on the Hawks, I really only consider Collins and Young as like true, like young, good players. And then the rest are just like fringe. I don't, I don't know. I just think they don't have anyone on defense to make up for Trey Young being abysmal, and the Trey Young mm-hmm. show isn't going to work. Like that's just how I see it. You know what's funny is if you if you flipped Trey and Ja, I would feel the same way about the Hawks as I do the Grizzlies. I just think Ja's that much more talented, and he's that much more of a not maybe not that much more talented, but he like gets the team kind of to go with him and Trey's he's more of a, a, he's more of a, a dog. He's more yeah. of a, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he has more energy than, than Trey does. And yeah. that's not something that I can like quantify, but just when you watch the games and you see them playing, yeah. Jaws just fiery. And, yeah. and, and Trey, he, well, he, he tries on defense. Like he actually like puts a little effort in yeah. and doesn't, doesn't mean Trey's not trying. It's just kind of like, uh, you're capable of staying in front of somebody and he's not doing much of that. Uh, and don't get me wrong, Trey, Trey can get way. Trey can yeah. get on fire. Like Trey can be like very fire. Well, but, yeah. If you ask me who's going to score more forty, like who's going to have more forty point games, I'm going to say Trey. Yeah. Uh, but that's just because he's going to gun. He's like he's a gunner, um, and he doesn't have that kind of like. Yeah, he's missing something. I don't know. He's like like Iverson could do that, but he was fiery. He was like somebody who's going to drag you with him. Like Trey doesn't strike me as someone who's like that yet. Yeah, like. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but you're right. Like Iverson would drag any team through the mud and be like, you know what? We're gonna get 40 wins. We're gonna get 42 wins, no matter how. Yeah. And like Trey, no matter how bad like, Samuel yeah. Dallander is or Matt exactly. Geiger is, Trey Young will be like, all right, I'm gonna score 42, but we're gonna win 25 games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that I team think... is. You're right, Josh. That team defensively is a mess. I mean, they signed. I didn't like the Gallinari signing after they. I don't know if they did it before or after they signed Bogdanovich. But if you're going to sign Bogdanovich, I don't think you should you have signed Gallinari. Gallinari. <laughs> um, you know, because now you're just like getting, you're putting front court or, you know, depth in front of those rookies that you had last year that you're already giving well, up on. Like what's going plus on you have John Collins, who they, who they didn't re-sign Collins, and they didn't yeah. give him an extension. Um, that doesn't mean that he's not going to be on that team in the future. But at the end of the day, like oh, he's probably gone. It seems, it seems like they're, choos- it seems like they're choosing these these like white European wings. Hey, oh, Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich. I'm a huge Bogdanovich fan. Yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, he's a stud. But he's not a defensive guy either. So no, he's comp. He's he's okay on defense. He's, yeah, but he's a good team defender. Saying, right, right. But like to make what I'm saying is they need yeah, good yeah. defenders. They do. Um, I think you're right that that was kind of a repeat signing. I think that what happened with Collins was he's probably asking for a lot, and I think a team's definitely going to give it to him. Yeah. I can see how the Hawks were like, we're not going to pay top dollar just yet. Yeah, it's probably not worth it, especially. And they have Capella back there, and that's like once they did that, like Collins can't play the five anymore as much, and then Gallo's probably going to play the four a good bit. So, 
a lot of people have talked about how weirdly constructed Detroit is because Detroit signed like all of the all of the third tier big men in the league to their team. You're right. Um, yeah, they've they've been the blunt of like the sorry the brunt of jokes um, after the offseason for like all of NBA Twitter. <laughs> but oddly enough, I think Atlanta is also pretty similarly like very weirdly constructed. Mm-hmm. Like they just yeah. made so many weird signings that overlap and don't actually line up with with what it seems like their identity should be moving into the future. And, and it's, it's just, it's, yeah. it's odd. But okay. You're, I completely agree, but Bogdanovich and Gallo are tradable. John Collins, tradable. Clint Capella, tradable. You're not trading Jeremy Grant on 20 million. I mean, you, you can, but I don't think you're going to get much back. You're not trading. Oh, you're yeah. For, I like, you're not I trading like Plumlee, Plumlee either. But, yeah. I like Plumlee, but I don't, he's going to be hard to move off of. So like, and their wings are fucking terrible. I mean, they have nobody oh, on the outside. Detroit is without a doubt going to be way worse than Atlanta is. And they're going to trade Blake in yeah. in two months. He's going to, he's going to be gone. I hope so. They're going to try Blake's and build up Blake value yeah. at the beginning of the season. Blake's healthy right now. And they're going to try and just let Blake gloat like go off and glow up to build up his value. And then from there, he's going to be gone and out of Detroit. I'm calling the Celtics. He's going to the Celtics under that trade exception. And like one other person, maybe Marcus Smart. Aldridge for Blake. Why? Because <laughs> I like Blake Griffin. <laughs> he's like three Juan, years, four years you, younger. Juan, let me ask you one first question. Okay. Um, say, is it you say serious question or what? I'm gonna ask one you a seri- like one serious Spurs question, okay? Okay. Uh, you're not gonna like this, but I'm asking it anyways. Is is now the year when the Spurs finally sell out a little bit and they finally, I'm gonna say gut their roster, but they 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 finally pick losing over winning so that they can rebuild for the future. Is this that year? Rosen back to the Raptors? Like is, is I can see that so I guess but... let me ask this question. Depending on how the beginning of the season goes, is there a chance that DeRozan and Aldridge are not on the Spurs at the end of the year? Is that plausible? There's only one way that happens and is and it's if both demand that they don't want to be there. Uh not because like the same people are running that organization, right? And the mentality has been since I watched an interview or not an interview. I read an article on a guy who got to sit on their like, uh, like preseason conference call that they had with everyone in like the basketball operations room and stuff. It's the same people running the organization. The mentality is still the same. They want to get back in the playoffs. The only way those two are gone is if they, they don't want to be there just because they don't guy, they don't want guys that don't want to be there. Like, any guy that says they don't want to be there, they'll look for a trade partner. If there's none, they just cut them. They're like willing to eat that salary. Um, if they suck, I think they'll still be there and they'll still be trying to win. They'll just suck. <laughs> Maybe they'll get less minutes. So they're like, all right, might as well just, you know, work on the young guys, develop them. But I don't think they're going to tank at any point. Even if they start off like, oh, and 10, oh, and 15, they're not going to tank. So like still, I still like that team. I mean, I when they- they're, when they're both on the floor, like their defense is really bad, but their offense is mm. like I, I don't know, just like it's a fun little group. They don't shoot enough threes, but I don't know. I think it's fun I still, to I still like that's it. The thing. I think it's fun to watch, but I don't think it equates to like the most successful outcome on the basketball. No, it's an under five hundred and yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I, I enjoy I watching though... DeRozan and Aldridge play, mm-hmm. but when they're on the court together, that's not a winning lineup. I agree with you. Simply defensively, offensively, that lineup together is amazing. Uh, the amount that they can score for not shooting threes is amazing is what I'm trying yeah. to get at. Like, 
They're yeah. very effective and efficient on offense. They're terrible on defense, and it's like a net negative. So the one thing that I think people aren't giving enough credit to the Spurs is that they've never been the team to win just because of talent, um, but coaching adjustments, right? So they've tried this this uh, experiment with playing both of them on the floor, and it's failed two years in a row. Well, last like the first year, though, they won 47 games and were a seven seed. So it wasn't – it had one year of not working. And Pop even said, like, hey, we're behind on the times. Like, you either – you know, you adjust or you drown. Yeah. I think that there's going to be adjustments. I think for starters, they're both going to get like their 28, 30 minutes, but they're not, they're going to be staggered a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to play them together. I think DeRozan's going to get a lot more minutes with the young guys and he's going to know when to distribute and when it's his time to score. I think they're going to shoot a lot more threes because we saw that in the bubble. They have a lot of guys that can shoot the three now and defend. I think they'll be better defensively. I think they're going to make a lot of adjustments so that they might not be as good as they were two years ago when I thought with both of them, they could be a contender but I think they're going to be better than last year. And it's mainly just because Pop's consistently adjusted based on his roster. Lonnie Walker, most improved player of the year this year? I don't think he'll, he'll get enough minutes. Um, I love him. I love him. Wait, I think about Lonnie Walker's team, most improved he hair. He needs yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, As long as he cuts yeah, it, it's most improved. It's gone. It's um, gone. If he gets 25 to 30 minutes, I, like that guy's a dynamite man. He looks, he looks good. Yeah, I, I hope so. I think they're going to put him in the starting lineup and they're just going to yeah. bring Derek White off the bench, which I think is smart. So, dude, I think if they trade Aldridge, and it, I don't even know if they – I don't know what you get back for that. I don't know what happens, but I kind of like that team. I liked what they did in the bubble with DeRozan without Aldridge um, and how he was playing small. Rudy Gay was like their four. DeRozan was their three, Eubanks or, or Pirtle. Sometimes yeah. Gay was the five. Um, but and they have a lot of guard depth. You can swap out any uh, like you can swap out Pirtle for Aldridge, Aldridge at the five, right? And it'll still work. I think Pirtle's role... way better defender. Like way yeah, better. But... <laughs> it's like, what... Yes, but what you would what you would require of Aldridge isn't that much at that point. I think. I don't know. Length, but I think, I think you don't need Aldridge on up... offense. If you're if you're thinking about those lineups, it's easier to make up for. Aldridge's absence on offense than it is to make up for his presence on defense. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. That's I, I won't. They, I they won't do have that. they do have guys who are talented on offense, right? Like and like Pirtle, Pirtle is not going to score like mm-hmm. Aldridge does, but you can get those points elsewhere. You can yeah you can get that production elsewhere. Eubanks might though. He's got that sweet lefty J. I that's mean, my boy. I, I hope so. I like that guy. A little overpaid, really? but I like it. I like that. I like what they did though. They overpaid like a little million. bit, but I, I like it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I made like six million a year. Yeah, that's like three million too much, but. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, that's the other thing. Because you said, what if they blow it up? They usually let those guys go, right? The Drew Eubanks, the the Jakob Pertles, uh, yeah. those types of guys. They consistently they get their four years out of them. They become a little too expensive, and they let them go. I was surprised that they literally signed everyone back, which means they genuinely believe in this roster and DeRozan and Aldridge are footholds to that transition. Cause they're never, yeah. they're never going to just like let young guys get in there into the fire. They've always been like, we're going to mold you. We're going to groom you. And then when you're ready, then you'll take over. Well, And you can, you'll be able to get something from, for either one of them or both of them. Cause I think contenders would want them, you know, on that one year sure. rental or that half of year rental, you know, I'm thinking of, uh, um, even somebody like the Lakers, you know, you might be able to get something back from for one of them. Um, yeah, but the the other thing is the Celtics. Like, the Spurs also notoriously overvalue their players, right? Like 
I think we talked about this one, Starcy. They're yeah. going to want all-star return for them. Yeah, They're definitely not happening. The first round pick. So I don't think they'll be going anywhere. Again, like it has to be a pretty decent offer. Yeah. They'll, th- they'll take uh, Bogdanovich from Atlanta and ship no, I would take Bogdanovich in a second. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, I would do that, too. I'll back I, love, I love that, man. I love him so much. He's nasty. No, but I'm also, like, Aldrich has been around for, like, six years now. Like, he's near and dear to my heart. I don't want him gone. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, that's not necessarily rational, but it's fair. I respect it. Yeah. It is not rational, but that's what fandom is. All right, who do you, do you guys have a picks for the finals on each side, and then maybe maybe a winner? I can go first if you want, man. I'm ready. Do it. Already loaded. It. All right, go for it, Darcy. Lakers on the West. Yep. I just think, barring injury, you know, for any team, but barring injury specifically for this team, they're deeper. Um, I think they're more talented, you know, with Schroeder and Harrell. Um, it's just, uh, especially Schroeder, like he makes such a big difference. Good ball handler, somebody who can create shots for somebody else and can shoot it from three. Um, I think Carroll's going to give him good minutes off the bench. I love Marcus all. Um, I know that he didn't look great yesterday, um, but I'm going to like him in certain matchups. So I think they're going to come back out of a tough West, a very tough West. Cause I could, all of the teams, like what we mentioned, nine or 10 teams, probably all of those, <laughs> the, the nuggets, the both, both LA teams, the Mavs, the um, what was it? The Grizzlies, the Suns, um, the Rockets potentially. I, I'm missing other teams here. Blazers. They could Honestly, all make a run. I could see all of them making a run, except for maybe the Grizzlies. I got you know, because um, yeah. I don't think they're deep enough. Um, they don't have that second star. But everybody else, I could just see like all of a sudden catching fire, get it going in the right direction, like going past people and making it to the finals. But I'm gonna go Lakers. Um, but I would take the field if you said Lakers or field and on the what? East. So if you, you said Lakers. like, will you take the Lakers or the field? Like if I was betting, yeah. I'd take the field. Wait, you. Really? But I think the Lakers are the best team. But you just pick, you literally just said your pick was the Lakers, which means you would take the Lakers <laughs> over the field. No, 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 no. If you said Lakers or one team, I'd say the Lakers. But if you said yeah, Lakers yeah, or field, it matters. Right now, we're literally, okay, but right now we're literally picking against the field. All teams are either 0 and 1 or 1 and 0 or 0 and 0. Like, okay, I'm literally so I can asking say the field? You pick one team the from the eight. I could say that. No, no, no. If you're saying one right, team right. from the eight, I'm taking the Lakers. But if you say the one team or the field, I'm taking the field. Darcy, I mean, I get you've I given get your pick as the Lakers oh, in the yeah. West. Who is your Eastern pick? <laughs> Who do you pick in the East? Lakers again. Uh, Sixers. <laughs> I'm going Sixers, man. Whoa. Whoa. Homer. I just don't like anybody else in the East that much, including the Sixers. Um, I don't like, I think the Bucs are fine. I don't know if they got better. They Holiday makes a big difference, but um, they did ship out a few people who were their rotational players. Um, you know, Defense is going to get a lot of minutes. So if he plays really well, I think that'll make a big difference. But if he doesn't, they're kind of fucked. Um, and they're in the same situation I think they were in last year, very similar. Um, I don't think the Heat will, I think they're going to be really good. I don't think they're going to, I'm not as high on them as, as you both know, um, even just like them getting to the finals. Uh, I think they're really good, though. <laughs> I think they, you know, I think they can make a run. Don't get me wrong. But um, who else is up there? The Celtics, I think, got worse. They don't have, they're, missed, they're going to really miss Hayward. Um, and until they fill that like trade exception void, I, I think they're going to have a problem, uh, especially with Marcus Smart shooting more. Who else is at the top of the East? The You've Nets, I guess the that. Nets maybe. What? 
Okay, so Marcus Smart's I think trash. Marcus Smart has given us like a season and a half of evidence that he's a good shooter now. And you'll always hold his first three years of his career against him. <laughs> okay, so you shooting 40% when you're wide open is different than shooting 40% what? when you're guarded. Okay, but I don't want Marcus Smart <laughs> taking contested shots. <laughs> no, like, I don't want I don't want Marcus Smart shooting at all. Okay, but how many players shoot 40% open? Like there's certain sects of players whose only shots are open shots, right? Because their role is never to take a contested bucket. How many of them yeah, shoot? Yeah, but he 40%? does that sometimes. He like hijacks the offense every once in a while. And I think with A were gone, he's gonna do that more. He only does Kemba that when hurt. he's flaming, when he's like right. feeling it, <laughs> when right. he's already got 18 points. <laughs> all right. No, you're right. You're be, right I think they're gonna be worse. I think uh, I think you're probably right, but they're banking very, and I don't blame them, right? They're, they're banking on Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum taking that next step. Mm. And I think you need to give them that room, right? That's I, true. I think Hayward, Jalen Brown's nasty. I love him. Talk about somebody that, that could be traded for Harden. Um, Jalen Brown being right? a fit. So, okay, I, I think it's either the Sixers or the Nets for me, and I think the Nets are going to get hurt. I don't think they're going to have – I don't think they're going to be healthy all year. I think they're going to have issues. And then, I don't know, depending on where they are and who they play um, through the playoffs, like, are you healthy going into that? So I'm going Sixers, ride, ride or die. All right, Darcy, you have Lakers versus Sixers in the finals. Juan, how about you? What are your picks? I'll start with the East. Um, I'm going to pick the Bucks. The field? <laughs> I'm going to take the field. Uh, I think I really do think one of the eight guys are going to make it. The field um, so versus gonna, the field. Yeah. <laughs> if you ask me who's going to take it out, of, who's going to make it out of the East, I got the field. Magic. <laughs> I got the Bucks. I really do think that they. I mean, not they didn't. They weren't able to get the moves that or the players that they wanted in a free agency. But nonetheless, hashtag they, tampering. They got. Bro, if they had three, gotten yeah. Bogdanovich, though, I would have been super high on them. I, I know that sounds yeah. like so stupid, but it's because I, I just, agree with you. Yeah. I think he's like a great second or th- he's a great third option on that team. Perfect third option. Yeah. Or a fourth option. Nonetheless, yeah. Yeah. They, they did get drew holiday. Um, I do think that they will be better defensively. And I think that's going to be the identity of the team. Now. I think they're just going to be like, let's not necessarily like grind it to a halt, right? Not like the Grizzlies from a few years ago or anything like that, but I think they are going to be the best defensive team in the league by a significant margin. And I think they finally get over that hump. Uh, I think they did get better. And like Josh Darcy said, a lot of teams got worse. So I think that opening is there. Uh, on the West, I'm going to go out there. You know, maybe, maybe I should place a futures bet on this one because I would make a lot of money. Sons? But I, no, no. <laughs> I was ready. I was ready. I want to pick the Nuggets. Oh, uh, shit. Right. Are you thinking think Michael Porter is going to go off? Yeah, I think that they're, yeah, they're like, they're, they're two years ahead of schedule, right? They went from not making it to the playoffs to going to the conference finals and then uh, again to go then to being a second seed and then losing in the conference semis, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they played really well the whole time. I think they're two years ahead of schedule and both players, Murray and uh, Jokic are entering their prime early, which is great for them. Right. And then if Porter Jr. can take that next step mm-hmm. into just being like a good, uh, reliable third option, I think they will be a hard out. And I think they could take the Lakers to six or seven and win. Porter Jr., uh, this is going to sound ridiculous to you guys, but I'm super high. Uh, like, I just love his game. He just reminds me a little bit of T-Mac, which is absolutely crazy for me to say. T-Mac's it's actually T-Mac's, wild. Okay. Yeah, okay. Hey, hold on, hold on. Uh, he like, he's 6'10", dribbles the ball really well, kind of like moves like him. Um, I think he's capable of being better than Murray. 
I, I, I really do. And like, if he like, wow. I even don't know if he Murray, can do that on that team, but do you, even even after Murray ascended and went up like two levels in the bubble in the playoffs last year, I'm gonna assume Murray's gonna come back a little bit, but um, because that was insane. I mean, he was like off the wall, you know. Same with I Mitchell. Him that, and Mitchell were just crazy. That can't be his new normal. I just think that he does have that potential. Like, I'm not saying he'll be putting night. up 40 in the playoffs, <laughs> but I just think that he's gonna be a 25, five and five from here on out always or even oh, at 27 yeah, yeah i feel that i i think porter jr can do the same i think if porter jr gives them 18 points a game that'll be amazing. 100 percent, yeah that'll be his role absolutely so he's gonna, that's uh, yeah he's the key there man i like the pick. pick would you have picked it if they lost to the jazz off that conley hail mary <laughs> i don't know, you know like it's just not. like um <laughs> Like it's that was so, a hell it was of a series. That it's was so crazy so much how close they were to losing that series, you know? Yeah. <sighs> I think I guess the difference between last year and this year is they won't need to continually come back through one. I think that they'll take care of business earlier. Yeah, the West is going to be fun, man. It's so tight over there. Yeah. All right, so to recap, Darcy, you have Lakers Sixers. Juan, you are changing it up. You have Denver Nuggets versus the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. It'd be a fun series. Um, that would be yeah. really fun. That would be great yeah. to see. I am um, my picks. I'm going to start with the West. I'm going with the Lakers. I think they are the best team. I'm not going to talk too much about them right now because we've already talked about them enough. But they're going to be the best regular season team, and then they're going to be even better in the playoffs once they change up their rotations and LeBron really starts showing out and AD really starts taking even more control. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to they're going to win the West, and then I'm going with the Nets in the East as well. Um, I think KD, I bet on KD to win MVP this year. Um, I also bet on Anthony Davis to win MVP as well. They're both plus a thousand. Uh, the KD, the KD one's nice, man. Cause so I, I really, I'm really high on KD. I think he is going to be really close to what he was, uh, before he got injured. And I think he's going to be able to carry a very deep nets team, um, to the finals and, I think I would still pick the Lakers. I would probably pick like Lakers and six, like against Lakers Nets. But mm-hmm. um, that's my pick. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, I, the KD bet for MVP is a great one, man. Because if he plays, if he plays 62 games and he is up there in terms of points, and he, you know he's going to do a good rebounding number, and his assists are around five, like just because of the story and the narrative around that, you'd exactly. The, gonna, the narrative yeah. is so yeah. important for these awards yeah. and. If any, if KD does, if KD does anything remotely like amazing, it's going yeah. to be like kind of just like thrown out there even even higher. Um, yeah, I think for AD yeah. to win it, you need LeBron to get hurt over like twenty games. I think it's going to be different. I think, um, I think AD is going to go off this year because LeBron's going to be taking a step back in the regular season. Um, He's still going to be showing out. He's still going to be doing LeBron things, but but he's going to let AD kind of take control, I think. And beyond that, once that happens, mm-hmm. LeBron is like the beloved member of the NBA in in like the media, right? Like LeBron has a lot of media ties. And I think LeBron, if AD is going off, LeBron is going to be AD for MVP's biggest proponent. And I think mm-hmm. if he propels oh, that storyline okay. forward, I think that's going to be the story. It's going to be a storyline. It's going to be the storyline for AD, for, for AD in the West and the storyline for KD in the yeah. East. And that's what I'm, I'm betting on. So. I'm surprised you didn't, like, did you bet on Luca at all? 
I did. I bet yeah. on Luca as well. I put a little money on Luca, on AD, and on um, Katie. And frankly, if either of them hit, I cover yeah. my cover my losses <laughs> and then gain some too. So what were uh, Luca's odds? Luca like was plus four ten. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so like a five dollar bet wins you like yeah, what, yeah, yeah. twenty bucks. Yeah. Uh, twenty a little over twenty. So yeah, yeah. He's gonna have. He's gonna have to put up. I mean, I'm sure he's gonna be better than next this last year and. His numbers were already really impressive, and yeah. if they if they're a top five seed, you know there's a good argument for him to be an MVP. Luca Luca is definitely not a dark horse. He's definitely up there in the conversation heading into the season. And if he yeah. does perform and score a couple points more throughout the year per game, and and propel the Mavericks into like a higher seed than they were last year, it's, yeah. that narrative will be there for sure. And that team's going to be tough, man. If oh, fuck. This They're a, a tough shame. out. I really, hope a tough out. Oh I really hope Chris Stops can stay healthy because I really love that team, and I might have picked them to go to the finals if that was the case. But you just can't trust, no. can't trust them to do it, you know. But damn, he like that team is really talented when he's healthy. Just so you know, DeBrosen started at the four today. <laughs> I like it though. I like it. Yeah, I like it. It's crazy. Yeah. So they had Aldridge at the five then. Mm-hmm. And then um, DeJounte at the one, I think uh, Lonnie at the two, Keldon Johnson at the three. That guy's going to be love Ken- Yo, I love that guy. Real good. Yeah. You guys good are deep, kick. man. Like, yeah, I mean, I, if they pan out, yeah. You don't. You need somebody to be a star, and I, I don't think you really have that. Um, like, I think Aldridge and DeRozan are consistent. I don't think they're all-stars anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, well, to be fair, though, like, I, I did think – like, DeRozan was putting up – 25, 6, and 5 on, like, 55% shooting last year. That's I just fair. thought yeah, they didn't yeah. give it to him because, like, no one saw him play. Dude, <laughs> if, uh, if he's at the 4 and he's doing that, I like that a lot. It'll be crazy. I like that a lot. Pop's going to want to kill himself. He's like, what am I doing? Yeah. Well, and against bigger teams, he can play the 3 then. That's probably, like, a little yeah. more natural for him. But, yeah. All right, boys. Let's close things out. Um We've got a hell of a season ahead, and frankly, the fact that we were able to squeeze out, what, an hour of content uh, just kind of off the top of our heads without <laughs> without playing out much is, is a testament to how exciting this year is going to be and how many sure. storylines there are to follow and how many, many just exciting games are going to be happening night in and night out. So let's sign off. Let's go and watch some NBA basketball and uh, let's have a Merry Christmas as well. Happy new year. Dude, the Christmas games. Happy new year, fellas. Merry Christmas. Let's get another pod in too. Yeah. For those of you who are listening, uh, look for us to come back through next week. We'll kind of recap some of the Christmas games, maybe be able to talk more about, uh, about the rocket situation and just kind of definitely overreact to what we saw in the first week of the, of the league. I'm ready for those overreactions. Cool. All right. For Darcy, for Juan, we're signing off. I'm Josh. Peace out. Peace.